everyone what's popping how you niggas doing niggas is doing you know we alive we breathing how do you feel today today was I, a good day or no? i mean today's always been a great day you know i've been feeling like beyonce since i put my eyebrows on so you know what mm-hmm. that itself tells you where the night's going today was a lazy day for me today i did absolutely nothing and i was absolutely happy doing nothing because i just was just so tired and draining the weekend off of being sick and all that extra shit. So you know what? I was glad to just lay lay in my bed all day and watch Gilmore Girls. I mean, I and I'm was, still only on season three. That's crazy. I gave them the best two weeks of my life and they had me fucked up. Lorelai and Rory, I'm coming for y'all. It don't matter crazy. how long it take, I'm coming for y'all. That is so crazy that you finished the show already and I was the one to introduce you to mm-hmm. you. And I'm still on season three. I just get so invested because I just watched, um, yesterday I watched um, Wakanda Forever. And when I that tell you, movie. my heart fluttered. I said, did you Jesus. think that um, the guy was hot? Not um, the guy, the the Mexican guy. Do I, do I think he was hot? Like they're Mayans. I think they're Mayans. What, actually. Do I think he was cute? Yeah, yeah. No. There was a whole thing going on on TikTok of how attractive people found him. They loved that man. That man was not cute at all. Girl, people found that man so I fucking sexy. I think it's sexy. when you ever see a POC in, in power that looks like you, that's probably why they think that. Because mm-hmm. we think the guy in Wakanda, the one... Who's we? You don't think the one that um is part of the Ice Nation type niggas is fine? That big ass African nigga? The, Bruh. My, you, what's his name? My, I, don't, I don't fucking know, bitch, but you you know who we talking about. No, I don't think he's fine. That man is fine. I don't think he's fine. I don't think anyone in that movie is attractive. I thought he was fine. I thought that Killmonger. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Michael B. Jordan's cute, but I don't think anyone else. But he was he was in the movie for like five seconds. No, who? B. Jordan? Yeah. I'm talking about like in, in general. I'm saying because even in the first movie, I thought that nigga was cute. Yeah. I'm like, he's just big, thick, and... Mm. I think Michael B. Jordan is cute. He gives me um, cute brother vibes. He doesn't give me sexy. Michael B. Jordan has as much sex appeal as Angela Simmons, to me, in my opinion. That is so crazy. Yeah. I, I think they're both find, very sexy. I don't find him sexy at all. Like, when I see Michael B. Jordan, it doesn't. he doesn't give me, oh, I want to fuck you. But he does give me, you might be a man that will treat me good, and we can be in love, and, you know, I will settle. But he doesn't give me, like, oh, I want to just mangle you he does not give me that is it because he's not african absolutely fucking not because i found a lot of black men attractive like who a lot of them like who like name, party name party is not cute that's your opinion i mean just because i feel like michael b jordan's not attractive that's my opinion doesn't make a fact party is fine as fuck to me that is so crazy but to you me. know i like big dark-skinned men okay so how did you not like that nigga from wakanda because he's big to, but that's not every big dark skin man's attractive. But he ain't that big. He like, you know. He he bigger than big. That he on the bigger side. Nah, but. he is not. If there was a scale on big and on the cusp, that nigga is like literally on the tip of scale. Are we talking of, about Makandu, whatever his name? Are we talking about the same nigga? I hope we are talking about the same nigga. The the one dude that was the one just <laughs> that one? I don't know. He was the one that challenged um Yeah, he's not fine, but he what? is a big ass nigga. And I love that little gap he got going on. Yeah. That's he, crazy. He's just he's he doesn't do it for me. But I mean he but that that's an African man in real life. Mm-hmm. So I don't find him attractive. So it's not about being African. It's I like what I like. I like big niggas who are dark skinned. Mm. And Find somebody else to do it. I ain't playing with you right now. Yeah, that's what I like. But let's take let's get into our motherfucking PSA. Um, I need y'all bitches to stop getting y'all BBLs on a discount. Like I saw this TikTok where this bitch got her BBL on Groupon, and her one ass came out. Like all her ass was on one ass cheek. I love that for her. So she has one flat ass and then one regular big ass. And I'm just like, what would what would possess you to go on Groupon? For a fucking be for a life changing surgery because honestly, people do that it's with life- their teeth too. Though let's be real, people get veneers. 
for a discount. On Groupon? I mean, that might not be on Groupon. I feel like you can get veneers on discount because people go and go to Mexico and get their teeth done. But they end up getting their teeth fucked up because either they shave it down too much or like, you know, there's not any space to like. So sometimes a discount doesn't always mean good. A discount does not always mean good. I feel like stuff like that's life-changing surgery. I would never get like laser eye surgery. Yeah. Uh, uh, any kind of any kind of surgery, any kind of life altering anything on Groupon. I just I don't I I just wouldn't do it. I don't think Groupon is a place to do that. You say that, but also you have to realize they still are certified and maybe they just don't have a lot of business. Sometimes people go to Groupon to be able to market to other people. And that's exactly why I shouldn't go to you, because <laughs> if you are a good plastic surgeon, Ferrari doesn't uh, advertise. Bentley doesn't advertise. There are certain people who don't advertise and people and they but people know their quality is good. You don't have to advertise to let me know that your quality. The fact that you are advertising on Groupon because you're not getting enough business as a plastic surgeon is a problem. Mm. Because the good plastic surgeons I know don't have to do that. They're not on Groupon. They're, they don't. They don't do discounts. They don't do Black Friday sales on BBLs. I'm sorry, a Black Friday sale on a BBL is crazy to me. That's crazy. You know what? I'm support on the a business. BBL. That's I'm, why your ass came out like that. I mean, for me. Do what you can afford. Don't let her tell you that a, a fucking group on BBL is not worth it it's until worth you it. do it and see it's not worth it. No. Live your life. Spend that I money. I would never encourage anyone to do something like that. I feel like if you want to get a BBL, do it. But can you just please research your doctor and make sure, look at their, you know, the amount but of But also you got to think about even full price doctors fuck up. There is never a foolproof way that someone is always not someone is not going to get a botched surgery. Because, I mean, have you ever seen that show botched? Mm -hmm. Some of them went to people that they researched very highly Mm -hmm. and they still got a fucked up. A hundred percent. So I'm going to say it's always 50 50. It's not 50 50 when you research a good doctor like a, a doctor on Groupon and a good doctor from wherever city you live in. The likelihood of you getting botched by him and then a group or her, then a Groupon doctor, I don't think it's the same. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, as a good doctor, you don't need to go on Groupon. Groupon's for people who are struggling. Why are you struggling to get people to get BBO? I don't want to say that because we, we're not sure. Are people or for people who are struggling. We're not sure that they're struggling. Maybe they or just new wanna... businesses. I want to get their name out there. Or, I'm gonna say, or they so just want to a new doctor that's doing BBLs. I definitely don't want to get my BBL done by you. Anywho. I know a girl who got a discount on BBL and she looks terrible. Well, you saw you saw her on TikTok. So. No, I know a girl in her life that I, in person that she got a, her group. She got her uh, BBL. Uh, they were doing like a discount, and there was I think her BBL was like four k. How much are BBLs? I know someone would pay fourteen k for hers. So it ranges, but hers I, 4K. respectfully, I feel like a fourteen k one is still as bad as a four k one because at the end of the day, they don't they buy the thigh separately. So for me. Any BBL is not that good because most people don't get a reasonable BBL. Everyone gets a BBL like that's they think that BBL is going to fix their life. And I'm like, it's only fixing your ass. Yeah. I feel like if I if I were to get a BBL, would I get a reasonably sized one? Or I feel like in my, I'm about to spend all this money. So I'm about to go crazy. I thought you spent all that money. Might as well go crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know if I'll get a reasonably sized BBL if I were to get a BBL. Yeah, I feel that. So I understand why when people get BBLs, it goes extravagant. Because I'm like, but one, you, look, you have to go more than regular because your ass does shrink. So, But you're looking like a turkey leg. Like, you got this big ass shit sitting on a leg like this. Like... Mm-hmm. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And that's why people go for many rounds of fucking BBLs because mm-hmm. the first one didn't give them what they want to do. So that's what I'm saying. Figure out why y'all keep doing that shit instead of... Keep well, I don't tra- care what the reason you do that shit. Just don't do it at a discount. There are some things that I just feel like should not be done on a Groupon and that's a BBL. I'm sorry. Mm. You can get food. You can get massages. You can get anything I ain't else. never got no food off a of fucking Groupon. Okay, bitch. <laughs> me neither but like it could, you know that they do deals on restaurants hotels like so you know, those are okay but not a body yes mm. you can get a discount at a hotel money is money and it's gonna be spent ticket. how it needs to be spent you can get they even have like travels on Groupon they have like flights and you know hotels included on Groupon I feel like that's okay mm. but a life, that's why they got hot wire and Expedia but a life changing surgery on Groupon I just don't know I don't know maybe I don't have enough research on background information on it I personally would not get a BBL on Groupon I mean I wouldn't get BBL in general but on Groupon you know what if I really want it and I feel like I'm desperate I'm gonna do it cause guess what I'm not keeping up with the Joneses I'm keeping up with the bitches that I'm trying to get booties like so like that I'm gonna do it okay. I don't give a fuck 
So my PSA is on more pressing matters. Y'all stop telling women what's up stranger. I'm a stranger for a reason. If you have to tell me what's up stranger, how you been stranger, I'm trying to be a stranger. Stop trying to do that your way into a date. Don't try to do that into like getting someone back in someone's life. If you have to say what's up stranger, leave it at that. Like I feel like that's like the niggas that say where my hug at. <laughs> like that's equivalent in my opinion. So I'm just like, if bitches make themselves scarce, it's giving you a reason why. You shouldn't have to reach out with a double like, oh, I ain't seen you in a minute. Where you been, stranger? I've been being a stranger. Okay. So women are strangers on purpose. Facts. Okay. I don't think that there's no woman that likes a man that will just go ghost for no reason. Okay. Do you not agree? I don't. You don't agree? Mm-mm. Yeah. Only because, like, for some reason, in this whole dating world... Women have been given the advice, like, the more aloof and the more mysterious we are, that the more a man would like us. I've never. Yeah. So, like, for some reason, like, women be like, okay, just people, not even women meant to, they're like, oh, let me not text her too much. So she doesn't feel like I like her too much. You know, we get, we're we scared to give people too much access of us. I will double text, triple text, because, like I said, I take my L's. Yeah. So a lot of people are scared to give... T- someone too much access to themselves because like accessibility means you're easy or that you're too available so, like for some reason being too available is a bad thing me personally I don't think if i thing. like you i don't have the energy to pretend i don't like you mm. but for some reason when you are nice to men and you and you treat them well and you like them they don't like you back <laughs> so people are really giving women the advice like hey you know you know make sure you you make sure you hang up on the phone first. Make sure you, you're not always available. If you ask on a date, um, say yes like two weeks later. Like always t- text back slowly. I have never gave any of my friends that advice. I Me neither. But I'm, these are <laughs> advice that's given to women. Who gave you guys that advice? Girl, you never been on the internet? TikTok, I'm, Twitter, I, I'm not on TikTok. And you know, I'm, I'm not on TikTok or Twitter. Okay, well. Those the, are the two places that you know I don't be on. Well, that's, I mean, that's the advice that's given to women to not be so accessible to men. So men will feel like you're mysterious and want you more. If I feel like if I have to be mysterious, I shouldn't have to date you because I feel like that's the problem. They always say women be playing games. Why would you have to play games? Like you said, if you like someone, why do you have to play games? Like if I don't like you, you gonna know. Like, I make it extremely obvious I don't like you. So I don't yeah. feel like I need to say things like, oh, if I don't like you and I know I have no intentions with you, I will literally say, hey, it's been fun while it's lasted. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never ghosted someone. I tried to, but didn't work because my conscience was like, damn, bitch, just tell me I don't like him. Yeah, I ghost people all the time. But <laughs> um, well, but it's not because I'm interested in you. I want to ghost a guy I'm interested in. I ghost you because I'm no longer interested. And You just couldn't tell him? Girl... Have you met niggas? <laughs> like, no, honestly, how, how how many times have you, like, told a nigga you weren't interested no, honestly, and he just... No, I, I understand that, but I feel yeah. like you got to at least let them know. Like, of hey, course I let them know. I'm not just not saying nothing. You just and... said you always ghost people. Ghost, ghosting does not mean you don't tell them. If you tell them and then you go somewhere, that's okay, different. Okay, that's what I meant. Like, I don't... I would never just go bye-bye without telling you why I'm going bye-bye. Unless you did some weird fucked up shit and I don't feel like I have to explain myself. But if, you, if we're having, like, a normal relationship and I would never just go bye-bye... I would tell you, like, just like today, I told this guy, I'm no longer, I, I don't think we should go on any more dates because I'm no longer interested. So I would tell you, but I'm not going to um, keep continuously telling you why I don't want to date you. After the yeah. first time, if you don't listen, I, I'm no longer replying back. Or if you do some weird shit, I'm definitely no one replying back. Like, I go to this man last week because he wasn't giving me no money. So stuff like that what? gets you ghosted. Hold on, what? Yeah. What? I ghosted him because he wasn't giving me no money. You know what? Let's get into some fucking story time. I feel... What do we say about old niggas? What do we say? It pays to play. Okay, then. If you're going to be old and talk to a young, hot tenderoni, give me some motherfucking money. Period. So let's get some motherfucking story time. Um, I don't know if you heard, but I heard about this thing going around called the Passport Boys. And it's a really thing, a big thing on TikTok. But there's a group of men, usually older, lonely, and they all, they're all black. I've never seen a non-black man participate in this. But from what I've seen, they've always been older, lonely, balding, you know, about to lose their teeth and hair, black men. And they are you know, saying like, what they do is they show their passports and they're like, women in America, they want too much. Their standards are too high. They're not submissive. They're too independent. They don't know how to treat or cater to a man. So they feel like they need to go to a different country to um, 
obtain a woman or a wife or whatever they, or a sex object, whatever they feel like they need to obtain. And because of the way women are in America acting, they're over there trying to get these women to marry them. And I, I want the passport bo boys to know that most of these women are prostitutes. Like the women that you're going up to Dominican Republic and the Philippines and co like wh whatever countries you are trying to get them, they are prostitutes. Like these women don't actually like you for who you are. They want money out of you. Like y'all think women in America are asking for too much, but women in our other countries all from what I've known, always expect a man to provide. Yes, they might be submissive or quiet or do whatever you want them to say because they have no choice. Just like women back in the 50s, submissive, quiet, do whatever you said because we had no choice. These women want to come to America. And I promise you, eight out of 10 of them, when they come to America and they see what real men actually look and act like, they will 100% leave you every time. It's giving 90 day fiance. It's giving, and that's why they keep them in their country. They're like, I will never bring them to America because I don't want them to know better. That is so funny because when you kept saying, you're like, I've never seen a white man. I'm like, the white men are on 90 day fiance. They're the ones that are trying to bring the girls over here and love them. And, and the black the men life. don't. They want to fuck on them and then leave them you know there what's so and come crazy? back here. I know someone who personally told me, yeah, I have a child with someone out of the country and I'll send her two, 20K a month just so I can just, you know, that's for the child and her and I can live my life here. Yeah. Because like he used to date someone that lived overseas. But when she moved to America, she started bossing up like an American woman. And he was like, nah, I ain't dealing with that. Yeah. So I actually know a black man that said that has a mm -hmm. lot. And it's always is the men that do have a lot more money than the regular men and that are not... As attractive. I'm yeah. not going to lie. He's not attractive, but he got a lot of fucking money. Yeah. A lot of fucking money. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that he would talk like that, but get a little bit of liquor in this nigga and he swear. This nigga swear he the next thing next to Keith Sweat yeah. and Method Man. And I said, oh. They think they're so fine because the they got women money. Over, they have money and this woman overseas are fawning over them. But like this, the women overseas are not fawning over you because they actually like you as a person. They want you. Know, there's ever a, a special exception where women do like men like that because I mean at least they have all their I'm teeth. I'm sure there's exceptions of women who actually like them but for the most part like they don't like you as people like mm. these these people are built off of survival like if I was in a foreign country and this American man came to me and I don't know anything about America besides what I see on TV and what I hear about America I'm gonna do whatever you say or whatever so I can get to America mm, yeah. you know I wouldn't live that better just like life. Michael and Angela you want to live that, that man loved life. himself some Donald Trump. Yeah. So, Donald I Trump's mean, best. honestly, I don't really, I guess because of where I, my culture, I really don't see the problem with marrying for a green card or marrying to have access to America. But I want you to understand this is what these women are getting you for. They yeah. want they, they want the assets. They want the wealth. And you are over here <clears throat> telling these women, like pretty, pretty much using them as sex toys. You know, they're over here for you to fuck on, but they're never good enough for you to come back to America and, you know, make an honest woman out of them. But, you know, a, a fuck here and there is OK. And that's only the from what I've seen are the black men who are doing that, because like you said, the white men are bringing them to America and making them wives. And I mean, except that one black guy who got that Asian bitch. The two, yeah. two brothers. Mm. Yeah. And like, didn't he like get on his brother for having an Asian bitch and, and then, then he got went himself and got an one? Asian bitch? So I'm like, and you know what? I feel like. I'm not one to tell people they don't deserve what they want. If you want a submissive, quiet woman who's going to do what you say and be quiet and not, you know, whatever, you have every right to get that. Yeah. But just be aware of the reality of it. Because you do you really think, let's think about it. Do you really think this woman will be with you if you weren't giving her the assets and the money and whatever she and, But I mean, same thing to say about women with certain niggas in America. So mm -hmm. I just feel like you got to pick your poison. Yeah. Honestly. So... I guess it's the Muji Rathers. So, we didn't even say the girls are back. Oh, at yeah. It again. Well, the <laughs> girls are back at it again with another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill where we create conversations. Oh, wow. Sip and wine. I go by the method, motherfucking Sammy. And I'm ambitious, the Beyonce Terrell. Ow. So, let's get into Would You Rathers. Okay. Would you rather be half your height or double your weight? I'm already short and I don't want to be fat. So, um,. Guess half my height. Half your height? Okay. I'm going to say I'd rather be short than that. So, so what, how tall are you now? 5'1". So you're going to be... What's I would that? be a little three, person. I would be a little person. You're going to be three... Uh, 
what, 2.5 feet tall, three feet tall? I mean, hey, some people, they, they still, they're still two able. Two feet, you'll be taller? Are, wait, are taller is two feet? No, they're not that tall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Oh, no, don't... tallers are not two feet. I think my, I th- I'm pretty sure my niece is two feet and she's nine. So I want to say. Okay, I, I can probably deal with you're that. You're as big as a nine-year-old. No, but I don't, nah. Mm. As a little, little person, is it harder to find love? I don't know. I, it's, it depends. I guess it depends. And some then people, as a little person, I would kind of feel like. Someone's hmm, do you fetishizing. Like yeah, you like me because I'm short and look like a child. Like, are you a pedophile? Maybe. Because I'm as close to a child as you can be. Yeah, so creepy. Yeah. I mean, but I would rather that than, you know, the alternative. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a terminal illness or be in jail for the rest of your life? Mm. Terminal means I'm going to die, right? Yeah. And being in jail for the rest of your life. Both of them are like death sentences. So which one would you rather have? Um, I think jail. You rather be in jail so you could be, <laughs> bitch, because you swear you're you are about to be the top bitch in jail. Bitch, I can run a prison like easy. No, I would rather be in jail because you know prison is fun for some people. Like some people are having fun. You think in prison. you will have fun in prison? I've seen people have fun in prison, so I don't know why I can't have fun in prison. Like prison is fun. Like for some people, prison can be fun for some people. Like pr- people have good lives in prison. Like, I watch a lot of prison shows, so I'm aware of, like, people have, they eat good, they have free health insurance, you have three square meals a day, you always have, <laughs> <laughs> no. you, you, if you, if your feet, if your teeth's fucked up, they will fix your teeth. Like, if you have anything wrong with you, they'll fix it. You is can, that federal, or is that what? Is that what? What do you mean? Like, because there's different prisons. There are, like, you know, state, federal, like. I think. That's all prison across the board. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, Ain't I no think way. All prisons do that. I don't, mm. don't don't confuse county jail and then prison. County jail, absolutely fucking not. But real prison, like to the state, you have health insurance. They'll, you you can get three square miles a day. You didn't. You doing a lot you of research on this shit. What you planning on doing, bitch? Um, you can marry in prison. You get conjugal visits. Um, you can no prisoners can't vote. So I wouldn't be able to vote, but. I mean, prison doesn't seem so bad if I have all of that. Rather than be sick forever and die soon. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do a terminal illness because everybody going to feel bad for me. So I get to make a wish. I do not need sympathy from strangers. I do. I, I love it. Money. Give it all of it. Give me all of it. That's very white woman of you to need sympathy I'm from strangers. I'm a delicate white woman. I don't want to be a strong black woman anymore. <clears throat> I said that already. So let's get into some motherfucking wine facts. We're getting some motherfucking tea time. Tea, tea time. time. And you thought it wasn't going to be 45 minutes. Look at us right now. Well, that's why I was like the... PSAs were important, so it'll be 45 minutes. Um, okay, so this is Benzire. Is it it's given German? I don't know. But it's a Cabernet. Um, it is gonna be a bright black color, aromas of black cherry. I'm sorry, aromas of bright cherry, peppermint, suede. I thought suede was a texture, but okay. Might be able to taste it. And cream caramel with the santi, sanity, vibrant, dry yet fruited medium body and smooth, interesting, medium long strawberry tart finish. Medium long tart I finish. I don't know if I'm going to taste good. any of this. It's a 2019 bottle and there's 14.1 alcohol content in the bottle. You know, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I went to um, the Rockets game on Friday and we got this gas station wine. It's so expensive. No, the gas station wine we got was like five dollars. No, I mean the Rockets game. Oh, every like buying any like we went to the Rockets team and we spent ninety one dollars just on food, and all we got was two hot dogs. And oh, well, popcorn. we're talking about no, we got we got wine before we went to the game. Okay, and we got the, like this box wine. Box Bro, wine is good. When I tell you, we was on our ass. Box wine is good. Oh, that my nigga, like, damn, are we really living in two thousand and twenty three right now? Even though we're in twenty two, but you know, how I felt. I was like, that shit had me. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to another messiest episode of some film. Ow. I like it. It's not bad. It's the smooth, tart finish. It's from Sonoma County, so that's California. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely like these. I like Desire. these. It's given German, the family name, but I don't know. All right, so let's get some fucking tea time. Tea time. Uh, so there's this man, um, I'm going to call him an angry black man because they love to give us the angry black woman trope. So I'm going to give you all the angry black man trope. And he went and exposed this waitress because he was like, 
let me give you, I'm going to paraphrase it. I don't remember everything he said, but he was like, this is why black people wear chains and dress the way we do, because when we don't look a certain way, people would assume that we're poor, that we don't have any money. Uh, 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 uh. So he's saying all this because he went to a nice restaurant. He spent $450 and he was upset that the waitress left some things off the tab. And he was just like, I have money. Like, why would she leave stuff off the tab? Like, she just assumed I was broke. And he was actually angry. He exposed this woman and put the receipt on on the internet and everything and went on a whole tangent. And I'm like, I've never in the history of going out felt like when someone did not put something on my tab is that they they assumed I was broke. broke. I just thought you were trying to get more of a tip. Mm Because usually when, I mean, I guess because from my experience when I do it, I feel like, especially when I fuck with you, I know I'm going to get at the back end. Facts. So I, and it's uh, sometimes as a waitress, server, bartender, whatever, we forget shit. Like I don't, Facts. there's been times where I forgot to, genuinely forgot to ring something in. So I've never assumed someone assumed I was poor because I didn't, because they didn't put something on my drink. I mean, on my tab. And I don't know why he felt so like insulted because he didn't have to pay for everything. Like, how are you mad that you have to spend more money? And the thing is what made me even more mad. I'm like, how dare you have a $400 check and you tip $50 and act like she's the problem. And she's the problem. Nigga, she's you the clearly problem. you don't have money. Because he's like, he's like off the rip. I usually tip a hundred dollars, but because she left things off. If you were so concerned, why did you not stop her and say, hey, did did you miss something? Did you put on somebody else's tab? Yeah. Like, if you were so concerned about your tab being $400, why couldn't you just say, hey, I think there's been a mistake in my ticket? Uh, 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 if you were so honorable, yeah. but because you wanted to go viral for tipping $50. Like, if you sat on my table and you have a $400 tab and only tipped me $50— you're the broke one. You're the problem. You actually. are. You are getting profiled because in the day you try to act like you act like you make you because you've got a like people with chains. Honestly, respectfully, I'm sorry. Don't always tip the best. Let's be real. Yeah. Because they're wearing all of their fucking money or it's rented. I don't fucking know. I, I can't say here or there. But it's like I never assume because someone has a chain that they're going to spend more money because sometimes they spend all the money on what the fuck they're wearing. And the fact that he feels like this is why we wear chains to make us look rich. Let's be honest. Y'all wear chains to attract bitches because there is no establishment that's going to be like that nigga got a chain on. He got money like any restaurant or club or that we don't care about your chain. You you wear your chain so you can attract bitches. And let's talk about how we're the only race of people that I feel like we have to show that, that we, we got money. money by wearing chains or whatever. No, no offense Other to people race. who got chains on and have their, you know, all that shit on. That's great. But it's not a necessity to look like you have money. You can look like a normal black man and still have money. Yeah. I've never seen a man with chain and be like, Oh, he got them chains on. He got money. I'm looking at you. what kind of watch you got. What kind of shoes you got. What kind of what kind of car do you drive? Like, what? Wh- how much money do I have in my in my hand right now from you? That's how I know you got money. In Not fact, because you got a fuck. I'm and say, then yeah. let's be honest. I know niggas with fake chains. I do. So your chain don't mean you have money. That's a fact. Um. So yeah, that was kind of lame of him, and he could have cost her her job. Let's be honest. I feel like that's he didn't think about yeah the repercussions of repercussions what of what he could have done to her because just because she was trying to be nice and give you some maybe free she's shit. thinking like holiday season you know I I X Y Z because you know what when I do it I'm just trying to be nice I'm literally trying to be nice like yeah. if, I, if I don't put a water on I know on the back it'll be cool but I'm gonna say because you're probably gonna get a shot or something yeah you know so if I don't do something like that it's never like intentionally saying oh because he's poor because like we said if we think you ain't gonna pay for it if we don't if we don't think we're gonna get tipped. We're charging you for, for everything. everything. Because at the end of the day, at least you're paying the establishment because you ain't paying me. Yeah. If I feel like you are poor, you're definitely getting charged for everything. Absolutely. Abs- like, what? No. So, let's get into some more pressing matters. So, gentle parenting. Um, I believe it was Milano. M- Milana. What is she? The one, I do not want to call someone her baby, someone's baby mother, but she is the woman who had a child with Meek Mill. Milano. So I said her name right the first time. I wasn't sure. It it sounded wrong. So she was talking about how gentle parenting is hard as fuck because her kid is bad as hell. And then she followed up and said, I don't want to say he's bad. I don't want to give him that narrative. But she's like, this shit is hard. How do you feel about gentle parenting? Honestly, I feel like if gentle parenting works for you, do it. Um, I'm kind of in between with ass whoopings and gentle parenting i feel like them both the both can be very necessary depending on the type of type of child you have um ass whoopings don't always work as a fact and time out don't always work we see white kids so 
I feel like I think a good balance. It's a good balance of both. Like me, I I would physically, I don't think I would, if I were to have the children, I don't think I would want to put my hands on them or to beat them. Facts. But if I do, if I feel like I need to, I will. Like, that's not my go-to. Putting my hands on my child is definitely not Facts. my go-to. But, I mean, if you just acting up a damn fool, bitch, you gonna get this belt. Like, let's be fucking for real. You gonna, you gonna get the belt. But I feel like gentle parents, I love it. I love how people are trying to change the way they parent their children yeah. because the traumas we receive from the way our parents uh, raised us it's telling. We're like, well, we don't want to pass this down. I, yeah. One thing I love about our generation is that we are trying so hard not to pass down generational trauma. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do things differently. And I think gentle parenting is a great way to do that. I don't believe in cursing at your kids. Mm-mm. I don't believe in yelling at your kids. I don't believe in, you know, hitting your kids for every little thing. So I, and I, I love to see it. Like, it's good. Why, why no, not? No, I, I absolutely agree with everything you Why not you're parent me. with love? Why do you have to parent with the abuse and... Because that's really what it is. Hardship. You're abusing your children. And yeah. I feel like people don't want to say it's abuse because they're like, well, I was raised that way. I was raised. I feel like stop saying you were raised that way. Like, you're okay. You are not okay. And just because things was always, this is how things are done, doesn't make it right. Mm. Slavery was okay for years. Does that make slavery right? Like, let's be for real. Just because that's how you were brought up doesn't mean it was a correct way. Like, my parents didn't really beat my ass that much, but the few ass open I got, I deserved. So it's like, <laughs> I did. So it's like, and I feel like it helped me. I knew not to do it again because I got my ass beat. So um, I'm not completely against ass whoopings, but it's definitely like, you don't have to always go to an ass whipping. Try that. talking to your child first. I feel that. I do absolutely feel that. So we're in the holiday season. How are your holidays? My holidays? Well, yeah. I mean, it's still going. Yeah. But Thanksgiving was good. You know, I did some house hopping. Um, I, I ate really, really good. I didn't have to do any work. I didn't have to cook. I was a little sick. But I had a great Thanksgiving. I slept, ate, smoked weed. And I just all the things I love to do. Yeah. Um, my holidays were not that festive. We went to one of my mother's... Um, friend's house and like all my mom's friends are African just just, I'm just saying that as a backstory so for when Africans try to cook American food it never really translate if all why do they just cook African food that's what I said yeah I said do your go-to that you do well because my mom don't try to make any American shit and that's what I'm saying I have no problem if you like you know want to step out of the realm for a little bit the only thing that was good that I ate on Thanksgiving was the African food yeah and I said stick, stick to, to your what roots you know. exactly it doesn't matter if it's stick Thanksgiving stick to the status quo <laughs> but yeah so well, I feel like special rule I'm crying. So like going to an African house, expecting African food and getting only American dry fucking turkey. I would be upset. <laughs> Jesus. And I was mad the entire night. My mom asked me if I was taking food. And I said, absolutely fucking not. And I feel like that's just, you know, part of the holidays and what we need to understand. Let's, that's even, I feel like that's part of etiquette. So that brings us to our topic of conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Holiday etiquette. Yeah. So what is that? Let's make it very simple in layman's term, because there can be so many things that we can say about holiday etiquette or X, Y, and Z. But I feel like it is a loose set of rules that people should follow to just be polite and, you know, maintain the um, cordial behavior. Because so when does the holidays start to you? Holidays start when... I walk in that motherfucker. Uh, depend, depending on the holiday, too. Okay. Because I feel like... Thanksgiving, it really starts for me when I walk into the building because I'm not cooking anything. So, you know, people that are cooking Thanksgiving, it probably starts on a Monday for them because they have to prepare the food. Ah, uh, doesn't start for me. Christmas? Okay, the holidays start for me in October around Halloween. Okay, That's but I when the holidays depends, start. I feel like it depends on the yeah. holiday because I'm like, they only happen when I think about it because I'm not a big holiday person unless it benefits me. Okay. And me going to a Thanksgiving dinner never benefits me in the way that I want it to benefit me. So it's like, oh. It's a throwaway holiday, just like the 4th of July, throwaway holiday, just okay. to overeat and be with a colonialist. That's how I feel. Okay. So uh, why do you think it's important to have holiday etiquette? I feel like it's very important to have holiday etiquette because it's like you want to put your best foot forward with people that you don't really see all the time. And even though it's like maybe be like fake it till you make it, it's like just be cordial because this is going to be talked about for the time till the next holiday. Let's be real. If you go and act up, on fucking Christmas, they talking about that shit until they see you again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Mariamatu's kids don't know how to fucking act. They didn't speak to nobody. They didn't, I, I, they didn't bring nothing. I feel like because people like to talk. They have nothing better to do in their life but to talk about that one occasion where they saw you that one time a year. 
And then until I see you again and see if you learn how to fucking get some act right. Okay. So let's talk about holidays, do's and don'ts. Why, uh, why do you feel like it's important? You already said it. I don't have to, you know, okay. go go back in. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, holidays, do's and don'ts. Um, my holidays do's is mind your mind the business that pays you. Mm. Um, there's, there's a thing, especially in my culture, that people just like to ask intrusive questions. That's none of their fucking business. And... Um, maybe it's just not my culture. I think it's just everyone, everyone, everyone. Everyone. So, but I feel like just, I feel like my people just do it more like disrespectfully. They're like, hmm. So you haven't, you know, married yet. Like, why, why, why would you say like that? Why can't you just be normal and be like, oh, you know, one, don't ask me about being married, but why did you have to look at me, squint your eyes, not married, no kids. They're going to literally say, what do you do for a living? Like, what, what do you do? What have you accomplished? Hey, so you haven't found a husband yet. Like, so I feel like the way they do it is just so like, shut the fuck up. Facts. So, um, I yeah, so don't, that's a big don't. Um, another thing is no, I feel like no proposing at holiday events. Um, do not ask someone to marry you at Thanksgiving dinner. Do not ask someone to marry you at Christmas dinner. Do not ask anyone to marry you at New Year's Eve. Like, just leave. And me as a woman, some women don't mind. Some women are just so happy to propose to. They really don't care when it, where it happens. But me, with, as a woman with decorum and a high-value woman, um, can you please separate them th- those days? Like, Facts. I want my own anniversary. I don't want to remember my anniversaries on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, another one is, uh, do not bring any invited uh, guest, you know, just anyone that's coming, ask permission first. Um, exes, stay your asses at home. Stop coming to family events after y'all done broke up, please. Like, I think that's just so embarrassing and it's so awkward. And a lot of times the family is so nice. They're not going to tell you to leave. They're just going to be like, okay, well, he's here or she's here. We're just going to give her food and talk about it the whole time. And the whole family is talking about why you're here. And then can you imagine you coming to your exes and your exes come with a new nigga or a new bitch? That is so awkward. (laughs) Like, I'm never so hung up on a family that I want to be part of their family. Shit, sometimes I want to get rid of my fucking family. But there's people who has... I've known that's done that. That is that weird. Still to show me. up to family events, being baby, broken you, up. Baby, that's not your family. That's not your that's friends. That's not your family. Go like at all, and because they actually like their family, don't make it your family. And um, don't bring up any political or sensitive topics, especially if you're white. I feel like white families during Thanksgiving, when they start talking about political stuff and then abortion and shit, it just always goes left. I feel yeah. it because. The younger generation have one mindset, and then the older generation have a different mindset. Yeah. For black people, I feel like both generation, political-wise, kind of have the same mindset when it comes to, like, you know, racism and, you know, like, things that are going on in America. We kind of yeah. get it, older generation, newer generation. Mm-hmm. But for white people, their families be having straight-up arguments, like, you know, fuck you, like, you know, I don't want to talk, like, shit like that over, like— who's a Trump supporter in their family. Like, they'd be asking questions like, where were you January 6th? And it's a whole argument. Where were you January 6th? Bitch, I don't fucking know. You don't know where you were? I was in January on the 6th. I don't fucking know. January 6th, I think I was at home. I'm going to say, she said all the don'ts. But that's my go-to. Anytime a white man tries to talk to me, where were you January 6th? I'm fucking sick. <laughs> Anyways, she did all the do's. I'm doing the, um, she did the don'ts. I did do's and don'ts. You definitely oh, did. Don't. You, did, you did only don'ts. So I'm going to yeah. get the do's so we can make it a lot easier. Okay, one do's I do have is always take that walk with your cousin. Always. Girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so. My dues are do be kind. We like we always say seasonals, whatever happens, just be kind to whoever the fuck you are coming across. Them. You don't know what they're going through. Ah, ah, ah. Another do is remember what brought y'all together. Y'all are here for the holidays. Y'all are here to celebrate. Y'all are here to be, you know, fun, full and free. And do keep the conversation light. Like she said, just, you know, enjoy Time spent together. With your family, because you don't time, always get to exactly. see Exactly. Time spent together is not something you can get back. But when you're making that time hard, it's very, it's, trust me, low vibrational. And we love to use that, because that's going to be our new year. That's, that's what we're going to say. Not the Stormy gonna Daniels. Wait, that's not her name. Stormy something. Stormy Daniels, who is that? St- that's a um, that's a porn star. Yeah, that's the Trump bitch, right? I don't the know. The bitch I was fucking with Trump? Some- something about Kanye West of that shit. But either way, yeah, keep it light, keep it fresh, and understand why you there, because at the end of the fucking day... You made a reference about Stormy Daniels, that's what. Mm-hmm. We were yep. talking about Trump, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, does your family follow 
your idea Girl, of... my family African. They don't follow anything. Um, one thing I would say is my mom is very respectful, and she's not going to ask any intrusive questions, but everyone else in my family, absolutely fucking not. I feel the same way. I'm yeah. like, my family want to ask me, this isn't the third. And that's why when I was talking to my boyfriend, I was like, it's very, it's very disgenuous to me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like y'all don't check up on me all year. And then y'all choose this one time to bombard me. Cause I'm like, usually I'm not going to lie to y'all. Sometimes I've only been in one extremely long relationship. So when for the last pr- previous years, I've had a different boyfriend. Don't ask me about the previous boyfriend or what I'm doing with this boyfriend because I'm trying to figure that shit out still, too. Yeah. So for me, don't ask me getting married, having kids. Are you getting married? Are you having kids? Are your kids going to school? Are your kids like, you know, I, I, like, can I? The thing is, they can ask you those questions, but don't you fucking dare ask them those about questions. About their kids. Girl, don't you dare ask them about their fucking badass, retarded children. But But they feel so open to ask you that and I feel like another thing like you said don't bring people to the fucking like y'all I love my sister let me make that a disclaimer but she she you know goes wherever the wind takes her and she so happens to always find a new man in the wind while she's you know flown through life and she feels that this man needs to be part of every aspect of life like he came in on Thanksgiving my mom's like oh you know him I said why the fuck would I know him I literally said that she's like oh Oh, I said, mom, who is he? Oh, that's, that's Precious's new friend. Is that her friend, her boyfriend? Like, who is this nigga? Like, where her, where her baby daddy at? That's what I was thinking. I know it sounds crazy saying it out loud, but I'm looking around like, like, stop bringing people to, like you just said, stop coming to family events if you're not going to be there next year. I but sometimes you don't know if you're not going to be I the don't next know year. that, but I wouldn't. They ain't even been dating long enough for her to even understand they that shit. If y'all at least have five, six, six months in the game, that at least is half the year. So he dealt with you half the year. So he, he deserves a, a Thanksgiving plate, a leftover plate, I, 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 X, Y, and Z. But if we don't even know who the fuck you are, my nigga, why are you here? Yeah, my I don't family, even know these niggas here. My family, we're not big on bringing um, significant others to family events. We will if we've been dating for a while. Like, I only brought one around my family, and yeah. that was a long time ago. I've only brought one one person to, like, a family, like, thing. Yeah. And it was, like, the same consistent yeah. person. I've had the same plus one for so many years. Yeah. That now it's, like, it's weird to bring somebody else, to be honest. Exactly. And I feel like you should be... I don't... Me, personally, I don't feel like every boyfriend or girlfriend should meet your family. Facts. Um, I feel like it should... Meeting family is so important. But for some reason, I've noticed that... Meeting family is not as significant to other people as it is to me. So a lot of times when we get to meet someone's parents, we're like, oh, my God, we're meeting their parents. It's important, especially as a woman. I feel like if you allow me to meet your parents, it's important. But honestly, not everyone views it that way. Yeah, meeting I don't the find mom, it important. I feel like it's like, more important to meet people like their children or like someone that, you know, that's very impactful. I feel like meeting my mother is like literally a rite of passage just because I know my mom. I love my mom, but my mom is very free-spirited. So if you are in her presence, just know that it's all love. Always all love. Yeah. So let's get into how there is seasonal depression and how sometimes that connected to the holidays. So what is your take on that? Um, Seasonal depression is a thing. I don't think I suffer from seasonal depression, but I do, you know, as a single person, sometimes when I see people have the the matching pajamas and they have all these cute, like, little family traditions with their boo, I'm like, oh, you know, I would love to have someone to share those, these moments with. But once the holidays is over, bitch, I, that goes out my mind. You know, I'm back (laughs) to my hot girl summer. But no, I feel like a lot of people do suffer from seasonal depression. Sometimes people aren't with their families during the holidays sometimes people have moved states sometimes people have lost family members yeah and a lot of times we forget that Mm because we are we're very i'm not gonna we're very self-centered people i just recently had a friend who was trying to hang out with me during thanksgiving and her family lives in a different state and i did not reply back to her i didn't even think about what she might be feeling during these holidays because she has no one to be around and she just wanted to spend time with me and my family and i was i was unable to give that to her so i feel like during the holidays just be more mindful of other people you know people have seasonal depression check on your friends you know like not the holidays is not always a happy time for everyone i've been very blessed that the holidays has always mm, been same. I'm not saying always, but my 
all the years, the holidays has always been a happy time for me. And it's just, that's not the same for everyone. So yeah, just check on your, you know, friends who don't have family, who don't have a significant other, who don't have someone that they can share this time with. No, I absolutely agree with you. I'm not going to get too extensive, but yeah, holidays don't hit the same for everyone. So I just feel like, yeah. Be kind, yeah. love all, and like and you, to me, like when during the holidays, that's when I feel I feel super single. Like I never have and a I problem like about the, being single. I feel like the holidays is when you feel everything the most, though, because yeah. it's like everyone's like, we're all coming together, we're all here for love, we're all. So I feel like holidays hit a lot harder. Yeah, when people don't have like a mother, or if they don't have their significant other, or if they don't have a structure because like or i'm gonna friend, say or friend friends around uh, friends yeah. around because i'm gonna say you can still have a friend's giving and still feel very fulfilled but yeah i was fulfilled because i mean i I'm, went to my people's house but i'd like, probably be more fulfilled with friends giving than it would be at my fucking people's house but you yeah, know that's I, not I a definitely that. went to my people's house i went to my friend's house i went to my cousin like i i have i'm a house hopper like i have people around you that i would just say that i am i'm a, I'm a house hopping <laughs> hoe if you got some good food i'm gonna be there so let's play a little game and let's get into like what we consider what we consider that a um problem or is that something we will go with okay so do you feel like getting drunk at a um at, fa- at a holiday gathering is okay yeah I absolutely don't feel like it is because it's like you don't you don't know who's all watching. You don't know. Like I said, people talk. They're going to talk about this forever. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that bitch is probably going through something. She got so fucking drunk. She couldn't even hold like, you know, hold herself together. OK, are you are you getting like blacked out drunk or are you just getting drunk? It doesn't even really matter because any amount of drunk, because even when I drink, because you can be drunk and people around you don't know how drunk you okay, are. OK, but I'm saying, for example, if I was to drink anything around my mother, she's like, oh. My God, she's like, can you take it to another room? Like, oh, okay. she gets so embarrassed to think that I'm drinking in front of my grandma, and I'm like, bro, what? Like, what are we talking about? Okay, so bring in animals to a family's gathering. That's not a problem for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a problem. To me, that's absolutely a problem. Um, I'm not a big animal person, so please don't bring any any animals to my house. I unless, it's, because, unless it's trained properly. But you gotta also think sometimes people see their kid their kids as their dogs. So they're like, oh my God, I can't leave my kid at home during the holidays. Then don't come. <laughs> Bitch, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So expecting your partner to make your plate. Honestly, I think that's a that's a given. Um, me, I I come from a very servitude, you know, family. Even like my friends, when they come to my house and eat, I make their plates, I give it plate. to them. When's the last time you made my plate? I don't be making your plate. Exactly. You, do you hear yourself? You just treat me like I'm chopped liver. No, because you never cook for me or make my plate. Yes, I have. When I remember one time my grandma, no, my mom made some cassava leaf and I was making myself a plate. You're like, you're not going to feed me? I said, bitch, you don't eat, feed me that when I go to your house. so long ago. It don't matter. I remember. That bitch. was so long ago. But okay. So, <laughs> but for the most part, when you, I mean, in my culture, um, I. Except on me. Fuck me. <laughs> no, no. You, because when you come to my house, you still eat. I eat, but you don't make my plate. When when was the last time you, I had cooked and then you came to, over to eat? Bitch, we can talk about that. I don't know in another time. Yeah, but, but there's been plenty way. of times where I cooked and I made you a to-go plate and gave it to you. Mm-mm. Are you serious right now? Yes. How many times did you come over to my, when I was with my mom and I used to come and you used to come over and give you a to-go plate? I came over to your mom's house once. Girl, please be fucking for real. Maybe twice. Girl, let's be fucking for real. Like, when I used to do my seafood boils and everything, you used to come with me. I never got a seafood boil from you. Okay. I got I got your stuffed chicken. There's been plenty of times, I'm not say plenty, there's been at least three times where you came and got a plate from my mom. Oh, so I was one time off. So because okay. I had two. So me so bad. But anyways, um, to like a what we were saying, me <laughs> making my man a plate, it doesn't even be a man, because I can have a friend over and yeah. I'll still make your plate. Like Yeah, like, I don't I, have a problem with doing that either. This, I don't think but it's some people, weird. Our new generation, they feel like I'm a feminist. I can't do that. But I feel like that's one thing. Is it, is it they can't do that or is it the expectation of doing that as an issue? Because yes. me personally, I don't mind doing something. I think it's, but the, expectation. it's the expectation of it is an issue. The thing is, I don't have that one thing is the one thing I don't have a problem with being the expectation of. Because I mean, me, like, I, I, the expectation is the issue for me because I'm doing it out of love. If you are just expecting me to make your plate, I absolutely will not make your plate. But if I'm doing it because I choose to make your plate, then, you know, I'm choosing to make your plate. But that goes for everyone. It's not even a man thing or a gender thing. It's if you are in my life and you are trying to get fed for me, I will make your plate. So with all things considered, let's just get into some motherfucking questions. Nice, easy, simple, because, you know, holidays already are hard for everyone. So my first question is, what's your favorite holiday memory? Mm. 
My favorite holiday memory is growing up and putting up the Christmas tree with my family. That's it, super It was cute. A, a family event. We used to have a big Christmas tree. We used to have the lights inside the house, outside the house, the ornaments, everything. So that was my favorite part was just I having the Christmas tree as a family. Having we used to, My dad would love country music. So we used to play that old country Christmas music oh, wow. and put the, put the tree up together, have the ornaments, put the lights up together. So, yeah, that's my favorite memory. Okay. What's your question? My question is, will, I'm sorry, will holiday traditions be something that you do with your family? I think it's going to be only important with my immediate family. I think that once I establish something that I love and I want to do, I want to implement that. But it's not important to me until I have stability. That's why I'm like, I never, I'm not going to put up a tree until I have like a, like serious living boyfriend. Like as I'm saying, because those things are not sentimental to me. Like my sister keeps saying, she's like, why don't you have a tree so your man can feel at home? I'm like, a tree does not make him feel like at home. If we're doing it together, it makes him feel maybe. But I'm like, me personally, I don't I don't see that as a big deal. Okay. My second question is, what's your favorite holiday? Wow, that was my second question. So, I'm so we can both it. just, um, no, we can both just answer no, it. I'm going to change it. Uh, my favorite holiday is Halloween. Okay, spooky I season. Love, so you can I be like the hoe that you want to be. You can be. Naked. I don't know what spooky has to do with being a hoe. I said a spooky hoe. A spooky season uh, doesn't have nothing to do with being a hoe. I, I mean, because we're always naked. Girl, that's one day out of the year. Thirty. That's the thirty first that we naked. Spooky and we love season it. starts from October first. Oh, <laughs> I don't think spooky season's all. I think it's like probably halfway through the month. Yeah, spooky to me personally. Spooky season starts October. Actually, super spooky season starts uh, September thirty first. But yeah, that's my favorite holiday. I'm a spooky bitch. I love Halloween. I love I love scary movies. I love true crime. I love documentaries. So yeah, if you are my partner, we are celebrating Halloween like it's its own fucking holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question to you is: If your nigga wants you to suck, if your nigga wants you to suck his dick for Christmas, will you do it? That's a very easy gift. He didn't gotta go to. It don't have to be Christmas for him to get his dick sucked. So I guess. Okay. That's an easy gift. All right. I ain't gotta pay for it. So guys, thank you for taking this journey with us. Um, I'm. We didn't even say where you can follow us. So follow us at the Real Sip and Spill and everything except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill One. And while you at it, it's a five star rating because we're some five star bitches. Follow uh, our Instagram, our YouTube, our Twitter. I uh, sip and review. Uh, you send a share and uh, review it. We are doing a holiday giveaway real fucking soon. We're we'll doing it. Put yeah, we'll definitely. That. We'll definitely put the video out we was just um we was like you know we was bullshitting today i feel like we was like not in the rim but not the rim 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 you know but that's not here nor there we're all human and we do shit so you know what i love y'all thank y'all so much you know what stay blessed stay black bye or poc Spilling the tea